0: Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and, more specifically, self love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one, all living beings are connected to each other mother earth to the universe so we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health environmental issues and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to again empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet if you like what you hear please hit subscribe also you can check us out on facebook instagram at the ly foundation you can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.com. here with all of you. Uh, I've noticed even like being in, in front of people again. I'm like, whoa, this is, this is weird. <laughs> but I'm very grateful for it. Um, and I'm so thankful that Ferguson's asked us today to be part of this beautiful event all on self-love. Clearly, that's all what we represent as an organization. Um, but even further, with LYF, we... We hope to encourage people to build a more solid relationship with themselves to then create a positive effect in their community and ultimately a more conscious relationship with our planet because the planet is changing and climate change is happening and we all need to work together to be able to live (coughs) harmoniously here on Earth. So got to start with ourselves first. So anyway. um, (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 awesome. Well, I'm so happy and excited. We're going to be f- talking today to our featured poets, all on self-love, poetry, things that have helped them in their journey, and maybe it'll help you, you know, as you're navigating through your self-love journey, wherever you're at in it. Um, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves, but here we have Mimi Mijares. She is part of the Love Yourself Foundation. She is the executive assistant with us and just my right-hand person, and all things LYF. I couldn't be doing what we're doing without her, that's for sure. (laughs) And then we have Miss Reese Darko. She is a beautiful, talented poet here. She has um, an open mic called Snaps um, that also has been working so hard and delivering community um, even during the pandemic. And then today we are joined by Monarch and other up and coming poet um, that I know, and he works closely with Jam, Reese, and so I'm just excited to hear more about everybody's story. And I'm just going to let them uh, introduce themselves, and then we're going to get to our questions. So I'll hand it over to you, May
1: Hello, everybody. My name is May May hello (laughs) i don't really know what to say i i'm the executive assistant blog editor also event planner of the love yourself foundation i came up with the idea of this panel and i don't know what to say (laughs) i'm just really happy to be here and thank you everyone for coming here supporting these small businesses and supporting the love yourself foundation in ferguson yeah i'm just going to pass it off to reese because i don't know what to say
2: (laughs) (laughs) may may you are beautiful (laughs) Um, hello everybody, I am Darko aka Reese Darko. Um, as Monica said, I also host an open mic called Snaps Open Mic and that is the spiritual <laughs> network of art, poetry, and self and we are also all about self-love and growth and really just c- using creative expression to grow spiritually and within your community. Um, There's not really much else I want to add on for now. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I do a bunch of stuff, crystal healing, tarot reading, all the things. I give great hugs, I heard. Um, But yeah, I'm going to pass it off to my lovely friend and teammate, Monarch the poet.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Reese. Uh, So as I said, my name is Monarch. I am a poet down here in Vegas. Um, I've actually only been doing poetry for about a year now as far as open mics go. But uh, I have a lot of fun. And as Reese said, I am a teammate on a slam team here in Vegas uh, called Haiku. And it is comprised of me, Reese, Jam the Poet, and the Changeling. We're all incredible. Haiku with the one, two. Yes, Haiku. (laughs) Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at Haiku. You can also follow me on Instagram at Monarch the Poet. And I'm excited to show you guys some poetry later. Well,
0: thank you, everyone. Um, I'm really excited, to again, have this opportunity to dive deep with all of you um, on all things self-love and poetry. So my very first question is the go-to question always on our podcast, and that is, what do you love about yourself? And a little bit further, how has this quality helped you in your life so far? And we can just go in order if that's okay with you guys. Something that I love about
1: myself is the fact that I grew up saying no to a lot of things <laughs> and being really quiet, but um, because of like, living in a traditional Filipino household. But um, I've been growing from that. I started doing poetry and spoken word um, at the beginning of my college career. And then now I have just learned to say yes and to accept things, and to accept people in my life who give me love and help me understand love. And that's something that I'm proud of myself because I didn't used to do that. Um, And I think that that's something that is always going to be learned, learning how to say yes to love.
0: Beautiful.
2: Yes, always say yes to love, love yourself, love each other, love love the earth. Um, one thing that I love about myself is my ability to harness my emotions and use it as a way to impact people's lives and reconnect them with them, their own emotions that maybe they've uh, been carrying out of trauma and, and maybe like self-doubt and insecurity. And it's kind of been a little bit of my mission to help people in any way that I can by, by just showing them that they can live in their authentic emotional truths without fear of judgment or, or anything. Because if you truly love yourself, then you will allow yourself to hold that space and, yeah, that's, that's what I love about myself. <laughs>
3: Beautiful. I love that answer. Um, that's a gorgeous answer. Thank you, Annie. As for me, <laughs> what I love about myself is my body. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> but as a non-physical feature, I love my voice. I love being able to use my words to help people express themselves or uh, find love and healing in themselves or just guide them in any way I can with... Just my words.
0: Thank you all. It's so um, it's a, it's such a pleasure for me always to hear people's response to that because I think I can speak for myself. I never really was asked that, you know, growing up, and it sometimes can even feel uncomfortable because we're so used to putting ourselves down, and you know, to give that opportunity to people to you know take a moment to praise yourself. It's the world can get really hard, so. You don't need to be your your worst critic either in that. So thank you all for sharing. Um, So now to dive deep, a little bit deeper into self-love. You know, this is a word that is thrown thrown around a lot. And sometimes people even, they're like, what does that even mean? What does that even truly mean? But uh, from what I've learned so far is that it's a very personal thing. And it looks different for everybody. So for you guys. What does self-love look like for you? I always ruminate on this question,
1: (laughs) but um, self-love looks like um, me accepting an incense stick from Reese, because it helped me with my anxiety of the fact that I have to be up here. Um, It's, learning how to drive even though the roads terrify me it's um like just taking in life and taking it with the punches and taking all of the bad things and learning how to balance it with the good because there's so much good um and that's what it looks like to me it's the little things it's it's remembering to look up straight into the sun and just being blinded and like it's looking at the grass and seeing all the glints in it. It's just all the little things in life and I just want to be able to share that with other people.
2: Thank you. Self-love for me takes many forms. Um, It could be something physical like creative expression and release like i said releasing those emotions i've always been kind of burdened and chastised for being such an emotional person and being told i was too much all the time and having to constantly like suppress those those feelings and feel you know wrong for feeling and i think one of the greatest acts of self-love you could ever do for yourself is just allowing yourself to feel no matter how bad it hurts and even if let's say like for love for instance I've always been a hopeless romantic and I just feel like that's one thing that I've always felt I've had to suppress because I love too much and and I think honestly that's the one thing I've recently started to unlearn is I'm like why am I punishing myself for feeling love I love life I love people and I think that one of the greatest acts of self love is allowing yourself to love everything and even even the bad parts of yourself. So really just acceptance and transmutation of all the things that we were told we, were, we weren't allowed to feel.
0: Yes, thank you.
3: You always have such good answers, Reese. Uh, for me, self love is actually the simple things. So a bubble bath, a new book, a cup of tea, and meditation. Um, Just the simple things I can do to take care of myself and remind myself, you know, I'm here, I'm here for a reason, and that reason is to be positive and, you know, spread love and love myself. So that is what self-love is to me.
0: And that's, uh, you know, thank you all. You know, it's always, it's such a variety diversity and that's what it's, you know, no size fits all for all of this, right? It's really comes down to exploring, experimenting, and seeing what works for you, so thank you. So now to get a little bit deeper into poetry, um, is poetry a form of self-love for you? And if so, how how has that come to be? Definitely, it's definitely a form of self-love. Being able to
1: express yourself and, and another step, share it with other people, that is, a form of self-acceptance that is a form of self-love and that's like showing yourself to the world even and even when you write it on the page you're making your thoughts permanent and you're making them like you're making them a space so you're giving yourself a space um I started writing when I was a teenager I was I was in middle school, it was like eighth grade poetry book for like my English class or my reading class. And it gave me so much freedom because there were so many thoughts in my head that I couldn't say out loud. And that's something that has helped me immensely through the rest of my life because I'm a naturally creative person. And, And it's something that I have tried to suppress um, because of the environment that I was in. So, it's definitely a form of self-love and I definitely encourage people to do spoken word. I, I've been doing spoken word for the last five years <laughs> and it's, it's very freeing.
2: I love that you pointed out about performing too, because oh <laughs> that is definitely part of it. And um, I've been writing since I was six um, just because it was... I, I always tell people there's there's two different types of poetry, right? There's the poetry that you write to release, mm-hmm. and then there's the poetry that you write to share and perform, and I think that absolutely it is a part of self-love, because like Maymay was saying, you there you can't always speak on your authentic emotions, and to be able to put it down in words like, Words are spells, yo, like words are spells. So write that shit down because it it allows you to experience your emotions, your thoughts and ideas in a third party perspective. Um, and I definitely feel like performing is such a beautiful reflection because you're sharing that truth with people who are reflecting that back at you as well. And you don't know who might be suffering in silence and really sharing sharing those emotions. So definitely, I think it's a huge act of self-love and communal love to write and share poetry.
3: Agreed, agreed. Um, Yeah, poetry is definitely self-love. I know I've written many poems that specifically compliment myself in the poem and I'm meant to perform (laughs) those because sometimes I don't say it enough to myself in the mirror. And if I get up on the stage and recite this poem, I have to say nice things about myself now. I have to say it. You have to hear it. I have to accept it. Um, so I definitely think it's a form of self-love. I think it's a way to, uh, practice saying nice things about yourself or practice saying nice things about other people. It's a way to express all the negative thoughts and the positive ones. And I think all of that is encompassed in self-love.
0: Thank you. Beautiful answers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) so, yes, we have a bunch of boats. (laughs) Um, So every month at Love Yourself Foundation, we pick a different theme uh, to honor and to write content on and produce content on. And this month for February, our theme is all about mentors, Um, just celebrating our mentors in life. If you're a mentor, too, celebrating the fact that you are a mentor and just really reflecting on your journey and how people along the way have helped you be who you are. So I'd love to just take a moment now and, and remember some of our mentors that um, that we've had. Um, so I'd love to sh- uh, hear your guys' thoughts, your, your journeys with what mentors were pivotal for you, and not only in your self-love journey, but also in your journey with poetry.
1: Literally every English teacher I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> um. My, in fifth grade, my fifth grade teacher, she wrote in my yearbook, keep writing, so that one day I can say that I, I know her. I knew her, I taught her in fifth grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was enough and that's enough. Um, just those little, things of encouragement, teaching people how to express themselves. Like the fact that um, my teacher in eighth grade, like gave me books as a gift for um, getting like the highest average in class or whatever. But um, just the fact that like they are invested in your growth and like the teachers aren't just your teachers, they're, they're your mentors. And they're the people who uh, like, honestly teach you how to even look at yourself or even like look at your growth and it's, it's inspiring. And that's something that like I will always keep with me, like forever, all of the encouraging notes from my teachers and like all the cards and everything, I keep them because that was one of the things that kept me going. And that's one of the things that kept me expressing myself and being who I am. Um, even in college, one of my TAs, she, I used to go to her office hours and she just told me to just keep writing and to pursue an English degree. And that's something that I was terrified to do. I was so scared to do English because, well, you know what they say about English majors. <laughs> So, um, (laughs) um, so yeah, (laughs) but, but I did it and I don't regret it. And it's something that I'm immensely proud
0: of myself for doing. Thank you for sharing my name. Mm All
2: right. So I'm going to keep this, I'm going to try to keep this concise because I swear I could go on and on and on about all of the wonderful people who have affected my life not only with my own personal growth, but especially in my creative growth. And I do feel that those two things go hand in hand so closely. Um, But first of all, I just wanna shout out to my mom, cause she was my first mentor. She got me my first journal when I was like five or six. And she always celebrated like weird random little holidays and like would always get me like a poetry book. She would read me this just, I don't know, I never realized, like, she really just enriched my life with all of these poetic anthologies and read them to me all the time. She would celebrate, like, like Three Kings Day and, get, like, surprise me with, a <laughs> with like, a po- random poetry book. And, um, you know, and I suffered from depression for most of my young life, and it was really hard for me because I just didn't understand why I couldn't feel happy, you know? And, like, as an eight-, nine-year-old child seeing other kids like that it's it really weighs on your heart and so finding that solace in poetry was life-changing to say the least and since then I have been so blessed to not only be inspired by other artists other poets but just incredible people I am so proud to call my friends you know being able to be on a slam team and see how much my writing has changed and evolved and and continues to evolve just from allowing these people to touch my heart with their words. It's really nothing short of incredible. And I I just encourage you all, if if you have a free thought running through your body, I assure you, you are a poet. Pick up a journal, write that thought down, read other people's works, expose yourself to new facets of your creative life that you may not have even expected was gonna change you or impact you in that way. So please just shed your expectations and allow yourself to be open to all kinds of creative blessings that that may enter your life.
0: Yes, (laughs) beautiful. Thank you, Reese.
2: I love
3: that. (laughs) (laughs) Just going after you is difficult. Um, (laughs) As for me, uh, my mentors, my main mentor was my English teacher, my uh, senior year English teacher. We had a poetry unit and I wrote a poem and she was like, this is incredible, you have to keep writing. And I have since, she has been just like this amazing person that believed in me. Uh, But since then, I've also gained many mentors here in the community, Um, Darko being one of them. She was one of the first people to put me on a mic uh, at Snaps and (laughs) it was terrifying, yet I loved it. Um, Vogue Robinson was actually the very, very first person to put me on a stage. Uh, If you don't know her, she is part of Poetry Promise. I call her my poetry godmom. She is just incredible. Um, Jam poet. Working with her and creating a poem. Yes. Creating a poem with Jam was just like, it was surreal. She is so incredible and talented (laughs) and intelligent. So um, those people are just like integral to my growth. Um, The Changeling, a.k.a. Jordan, another one of my teammates. Oh, my goodness. Their poetry is just the most insane thing in the world and I just aspire to be like all of them so those are like the people that I look up to also a lot of the singers and writers we have in the community um, all of them have just unique ways of storytelling and I just try to learn from all of them so really the community is my mentor
0: yes so well said so beautiful um, just thank you all for, for sharing. I mean, really it just comes down to just sharing parts of you and thinking about, you know, how can this story not only help me as I'm sharing, but help others, you know, in the process. So I'm so grateful of the lives that those people, the, 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 the way that they've impacted you, leading you to this moment And I'm learning and equally grateful and to be sharing this space with all of you and um, enriching my life in this moment, so thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Monica. Thank you for the platform and the opportunity. (laughs) Um, So going deeper now on sharing your words um, with others, how at what point did you see like the healing impact that has, you know, not only for yourself but but for others too in that process? How has how is that whole thing just pretty much in the healing process helping you? How, how how has it helped you? Um, I didn't start
1: intensely sharing my poetry until I joined something called Poets Club, and um, from some of you who, for some of you who don't know me, um, I'm actually from Santa Barbara. Um, I went to school Woo-hoo. at UC Santa Barbara, and we had this. Po- <laughs> Did you go there really? Oh, cool! <laughs> How small world, really. Um, but yeah, so I graduated in 2019, and for the four years that I was there, I was in Poets Club, and that space was beautiful, like a circle of poets with their pens and their notebooks and their phones, and they're just sharing. And every, um, so it did, it was like a a check-in, a prompt, and then we had a sharing circle. And then one person would go into the circle, stand on a table, and then share to the rest of the people. And then we would give each other like feedback and everything. And that freedom and that like space of like no judgment at all. It's just, I can't can't describe it. It's indescribable because being able to share your words and your thoughts with other people is (laughs) life-changing. And it was like group therapy, honestly. Um, And like we, I have so many great friends from there and they're going to be lifelong friends. And it's just like learning from other people, learning other people's stories, sharing your own story, and then teaching other people to share their own stories. Like I, um, I became the head of the club and I just spent my entire time trying to teach other people how to share themselves to the world because they're so worth it. And you're so worth like your story is so worth being heard um and that's something that i just want to do for the rest of my life and that's why i'm with the love yourself foundation so that i can help people and encourage people to share their stories and to think that they deserve to be up here and think that they are worth being up here and they are worth being heard so i just want you to know that you are worth being
0: heard and Maybe one day you can be on the stage. (laughs) Yes. And I want to just give another shout-out to UCSB Poets Club. I mean, thanks to uh, Maymay, you know, we met her actually at our very first event um, that we ever did here in Vegas um, at Juicy Beats. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> <his> <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was just the um, just how life would have it that we'd meet Maymay, and then we'd connect, and then uh, that she tells me that they they do very similar things to what Love Yourself Foundation was doing, um, and then they ended up sponsoring a to come out to uh, UCSB, and we partnered on an event. Um, so it just it's been such a joy just to see how Poets Club. Has helped me and it helped the organization, and just so grateful that it led us to Miami. So, shout out to them. <laughs> it yeah. was fate. It really was.
2: <laughs> okay, can you repeat the question?
0: Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: how has how has um, sh- sharing your words um, helped you? You know, on your journey of healing and and just seeing the ripple then that has, too, of helping other people in the process. okay.
2: All right, so, I mean, damn. Where do I even start? I mean, (laughs) it's helped in so many ways, and I know I mentioned it earlier, but just being able to be a reflection um, to each other. I've said it before in, like, this press release interview I had with um, Voyage LA, but for me, getting evoking an emotional response with my words is like is like a chef hearing a burp I'm just like yes I did my (laughs) job like um there's just some there's just so much fulfillment you know and I, I call it pulling out the thorn like people don't even realize how many thorns they carry with them and I think that poetry is 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 such a way of revealing that you know targeting it and relieving that pain with without being so intrusive because people don't realize how much pain is shared between us all regardless of of what it was that caused it pain feels the same for everyone and conversely focusing on transmuting that same feeling of pain into that same feeling of joy that we all share i think is one of the biggest reasons why I do this, you know, why I host SNAPS, why I, you know, mentor people who don't even realize what brilliant artists they've been their whole lives just bubbling underneath the surface. I do it because of the communal mission of expansion and, and growth and evolving the collective consciousness.
0: <laughs> Thank beautiful. you. Beautiful, so beautiful.
3: <laughs> I love your answers. <laughs> uh for me sharing my poetry um really originally it was just to get it out there get it out of my body um help me release some of these things to heal it really wasn't until uh i got off stage one day and a woman came out to me crying and she collapsed my arms she was like i really need to hear everything that you said that i was like oh my words can help other people too um so I still continue to write to heal and release things for me, but I do realize now that some of the things I'm healing from, other people are too. And uh, I should always share it because you never know who might need to hear something you have to say.
0: Yes, 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 yes. yes. Thank you. All right. So now, um, I mean, we're kind of talking about this throughout this whole combo, but... um, how has poetry enhanced your life? Like, w- apart from any, if anything else comes to mind that you haven't already said, um, any other ways that that you'd like to that you that you'd like to share? Courage. That's that's the biggest thing. Um,
1: living your life with beauty and courage because that's so freaking hard. <laughs> um, and Woo-hoo. to be conscious in your decisions and what you do. Um, because the thing is, is that like when you're on stage, like everything that you're saying affects other people, um, and it will make people feel a certain way. Um, and that's just like everyday conversation. Everything that you do will affect others. Um, and everything that is inside all of your feelings and everything that will affect others. And I think that like having the courage to listen to yourself and having the courage to, speak what you believe and speak your truth, um, that's what poetry has taught me, um, because I was not, the, the, you know, <laughs> um, not very outspoken, very quiet, super shy, um, I always had, like, I would walk through the hallways with a book in my face in high school, like, i didn't really talk to anybody else. <laughs> um So nice. like when, when I started writing poetry and I started really reading what I had to say and like listen to what I was feeling, all of that kind of changed and it's still changing and it's still something that I'm still learning. Um, so yeah, poetry taught me courage and it taught me to listen to myself and treat others Generally, with kindness.
2: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> courage. I don't need liquid courage. I need literary courage.
1: Oh, yeah, I just
0: need
2: poetry. Yes. To take a <laughs> shot of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Poets, so, I mean, I've been saying a lot of stuff up here, but at the end of the day, poetry to me is freedom. Freedom to be, to feel, freedom to to enact, to create a character, I, I've i been learning, especially, you know, since I've been writing my whole life, essentially. I've been reconnecting with my inner child and remembering to not take things so freaking seriously, man. Poetry is fun. Poetry is that voice inside you that... that is often silenced out of societal norms. So for me, poetry is freedom.
0: Beautiful.
3: (laughs) Courage and freedom. Uh, I love both of those answers. (laughs) For me, poetry has uh, forced me to be more open. Um, Inherently, I'm an introvert. I don't enjoy actually talking to people, being near people, those sorts of (laughs) things. Uh, which is hilarious since He's I'm a on Virgo. a slam team. Oh, I'm and a Virgo too. Oh my gosh. Virgo gang, yes. Virgo sandwich. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it forces me to be more open, and I enjoy that. Um, it gives me something to talk about. It is a good way to start a conversation, um, and it's actually a really good way to meet new people because if I didn't have poetry, I absolutely wouldn't be here. Uh, <laughs> I'd be at home. You could be home right now. <laughs> yes, I would. Writing with my coaching. face in the book. Correct. <laughs> 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 um, but it has brought me so many great opportunities and so many incredible people into my life and so many new friends. Um, it's gotten me to write a poetry book that I walk around with all the time. Um, and it's, it's done just so much for me in this last year. And I appreciate everyone and everything that I've gained in this time frame.
0: Thank you so much. Um, so this question just came to my mind. Um, And I think it's a nice way to kind of reflect on where we were a year ago and reflect on where we are now. So much has happened, and, I mean, (laughs) we all know what's happened. Um, We've been locked up. But now, you know, here we are slowly emerging. um, And I know my life drastically changed for the better, you know, amidst the darkness, amidst the difficulty. I actually, you know, I'm grateful to say that I I feel like I – I did what I could with it, and I grew from it. So I want to know, like, what are some pivotal lessons that y'all have learned thanks to this past year that you feel is going to help you for the rest of your life? <laughs> like, what haven't That's a I tough, learned? Tough question.
2: <laughs>
0: <Man>. <laughs> um,
1: Patience, solitude, lots of solitude, more, more solitude. <laughs> um, but, but honestly, it, (laughs) it taught me to really just check in with myself, take breaks, and understand what I need, um, and it's, like, there's just such a plethora of things online, and there's so many things that people are creating, and so many things that you wish you could create, but you're too burnt out, and everything like that, and that's okay, and it's, It's just learning how to be okay with that and learning how to be okay with where you are in life, where you are with your body, where you are in your mental state. Um, I think this, all of this really just taught me to check in with myself more um, and be okay with where I am and to accept where I am because, well... At the end of the day, like you're, you're kind of just stuck in your room and the only person with you is yourself. So <laughs> um, we all got to learn how to comfort ourselves. And um, I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful that I learned how to practice that and to take care of myself even more.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, two things. So I think uh, over this last crazy year, I think at the end of it all, I think the greatest lesson here is just learning what brings you peace, you know, maintaining that peace. Um, two things that I learned this past year that have helped me so much in maintaining that peace is the first one being how to truly love myself, because I've been, you know, running snaps for a few a couple years now, and, I preach it until I'm blue in the face and it wasn't until I was alone with myself in silence that I realized I wasn't really holding true to those ideals. And so to really hold space for myself and accept the things that I cannot control and continue to grow and impact the things that I can. um, Patience was definitely a huge one, but the other one specifically was detachment. I think just detaching myself, not only from physical things, from people, but also from ideas and from self-defining ideals, you know, like even with poetry, I I experienced a few writer's blocks over the last year, which was terrifying to me because I was like, am I even a poet? What? (laughs) Oh, and that was terrifying. And and it's just... Remembering that before I was ever a poet, I was a human and that humanity and reconnecting with yourself in that way is, is what inspires you in any creative uh, avenue. So yeah, definitely self, real self-love and detachment.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh,
3: for me, what I learned in this past year is the difference between being alone, feeling alone, and <laughs> feeling lonely um i enjoy being alone i can read my books i can sing at the top of my lungs i can you know do whatever i want i don't enjoy feeling alone i don't like the feeling of not thinking there are people around to support me um not being able to connect with them communicate with them the way that i need to and uh i learned that feeling lonely is just missing my friends i I miss that connection i miss all of that so I enjoy being alone. I don't enjoy feeling alone or feeling lonely. And I've learned that difference this year and it really helps me take care of myself because now I can, you know, determine if I'm feeling lonely, I can reach out to a friend. Or if I'm feeling alone, what is the root cause of that problem and how can I fix it? Um, So those are pivotal things I learned and I think they'll help me for the rest of my life.
0: Thank you guys. Thank you for your honesty and your vulnerability. Yeah, very true, so thank you. Um, we do, you know, we have 10 minutes left and I wanted to know if anybody is curious, wants to ask our poets a question. Uh, we can definitely take a question oh, from the audience. <laughs> oh, crowd <bad>
1: question, ooh.
2: <laughs> ask me anything, I'm anything. an open book.
0: Same, <laughs> go for it. The question was, did art die in 2020? absolutely not
2: (laughs) art's thriving now thanks 2020 yeah
3: so here's the thing about art art is for the artist we as artists of course want everyone to hear our stuff see our stuff look at it and love it and that's not always going to be the case art is personal it is who we are as a person so art can continue to thrive whether or not people agree with it whether or not people believe in it Um, because at some point along the line, it will be what people want. The Renaissance was not anything anyone wanted at the time. They hated all of that, hated all of the paintings, yet Michelangelo and Donatello and Da Vinci, we get all these great people later. So continue to make that art, continue to thrive, because although people may not like it right now, that doesn't mean it won't be the most important thing in the future.
1: Yeah, you don't have to be mainstream to be valid with your art.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you know me or have checked out any of my work, but please follow me at she is darko, and you will realize that I've been overcoming that social norm pretty much for the last 30 years, and I make it like my soul's mission to ruffle feathers. So, if you wanna, you wanna some, break some boundaries and do some stuff. Uh, DM me. <laughs> right.
0: Awesome. We do. We could ha- have another question if anyone has another question for our poets related to self love or poetry. Her, okay. Her question was, how do you deal with writer's block uh, when there might not be outside inspiration to help you?
1: I've I've dealt with writer's block this past year. To be honest, I haven't really written a, a poem in a year, <laughs> um, or at least like seriously. But. Um, I think the best thing to do with writer's block is just to just like figure out what's blocking you. Is it is it external factors? Is it the fact that like you need to drink more water? Do you need to eat? Like, is there stuff with your body? Is there stuff mentally that's blocking you? Um, talk to a friend. Honestly, whenever I am blocked creatively, I just talk to my friends about like what's going on in my life, and that immediately makes me feel better. And it also immediately checks, like, what am I thinking about right now? What is something that is poignant um, in the conversation? Um, And that's something that helps me a lot. Um, I went to a Poets Club meeting, even though I have graduated already and I have no business being there um, on Zoom. And um, that was enough for me to actually start writing again. So just surround yourself with people who inspire you, um, do things to take care of yourself and to figure out what is blocking you creatively or whatever is going on in your life. And um, that'll help. Sometimes even taking a walk, just changing your perspective, changing your environment. Yeah, changing the scenery, it's enough to, um, to take everything away because we're very here, and it's it's easy to get lost in here.
2: Um. <laughs> yeah, this is a labyrinth up here. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> um, I also just baking off of what May just said, you can take the poet out of poetry club, you can't take the poetry club out of the poet. Though uh, yes. I feel like that is a <laughs> fundamental truth. Um, and so. A couple different things. You you touched on it. One of the main things for me is just, like, going out in nature, uh, changing the scenery, reacquainting yourself with God, source, whatever you believe in. I think that really becoming more in touch with your spiritual self and seeing what that blockage is, you know. Meditation really helps me, because usually when I'm having a writer's block, and this is what I learned this past year, is it's because there is a fundamental truth that I am not accepting, and when I sit by myself in silence or in nature, I'm able to really admit those truths to myself um, transparently, and that usually takes the form of poetry. Also, with friends too, like I'm really blessed that I have so many wonderfully talented poet friends because I've been going through writer's block for a hot second, and then this wonderful human being, Brittany Soul, tagged me in a spoken word piece for Write About Now, and and suddenly I can't stop writing for like the last four days, so thanks, Britt.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, basically what they both touched on, for me personally, I have a few uh, secret nature spots throughout the city that I will bounce around to. And the key thing that helps me is to just like write two or three lines about whatever I'm seeing, whatever it may be. Uh, Because sometimes you just need that little boost of creativity to help you figure out what you're trying to say in the actual piece that's causing you writer's block. Um, So I find some secluded places that are nice and shady and like I will write about the cars passing by or the trees, and how they look. Uh, Just really simple little things. And then I'll try to go back to whatever piece is just giving me a hassle. And usually, I have something better at that point. Also, listening
2: to hip-hop. listen Like, put on some Pac, put on some Gangstar, reacquaint yourself with some greats. That always helps, too.
1: Also, reading. I love reading. Reading books, listening to podcasts. I listen to the Love Yourself Foundation podcast. Not doing like a plug or anything but <laughs> I actually started Shame writing um, but I actually started writing about something that um, was put in there and I just started journaling about it so just like regular media, even watching shows like Bridgerton <laughs> that has sparked an entire musical so do not tell me that Netflix is not inspirational.
2: <laughs> Bridgerton inspires a lot of different emotions. <laughs> you should
1: (laughs) we should make it a group piece
0: (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for your question um well i yeah i really appreciate you know hearing from our poets i always learn so much um when i get to have conversations like this so i'm so grateful of all of you um how can people find you how can people connect with you uh after today um i am on instagram uh my handle
1: is mamers it's May as an M E I underscore MERS M-E-R-S. And you could also, an easier way to find me is go to at the L Y Foundation. And I'm tagged in a lot of posts. So um, that's it. That's another way to find me. Um, but yeah.
2: Yes. Um, you can find me, like I mentioned earlier, at she is darko. You can follow me also for my event page, which is snaps, open mic, just like, you know, snapping your fingers, snaps. Um, also, you can find me just hanging around downtown. Um, prob- I'm always around here doing some kind of shenanigans. Um, but yeah, and find me every other Saturday at the Union House in Spacecraft Studios, hosting snaps.
3: Woo! Yes, definitely go check out Snaps. It's always incredible. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Monarch the Poet. Um, I'm also on Patreon, the same Monarch the Poet, and you can get my poetry book that I have here, and you'll hear from it later for as little as three dollars, which is really? insane. What dollars?
2: Shut up and take money. Yes,
3: thank you. I haven't heard that in forever. I love I know, that. God, that was- I feel good. I feel good. Thank you. (laughs) The last place you can find me is actually on Spotify. Um, I do some daily mantras there. They're called Monarchs Mantras, Um, and they're just meant to uplift you. And I try to upload as often as I can.
0: Yes. Awesome, everyone. Well, thank you so so much for you know taking this time to chat with me. And now I will plug in the LYF podcast. Uh, It's great. It's really good. If you like what you heard, um, you can check out our podcast on our website um, at thelyfoundation.org. You can also search for, um, we're on all things podcast, LYF podcast. So please follow us. Please uh, subscribe. Do all the things. Leave us a review. And we actually also have an incredible team of writers. It just keeps growing Mamie is actually our main editor for our blog. Um, and nice. we, we just, we're publishing at least an article a week. Um, we actually have Mr. Shane here behind the camera. He's one of our writers too. Um, hey. So we, we're, we're, we have a lot of content um, on our website, a um, lot, of, lot of heartfelt pieces on there. Um, but yeah, so thank you again. Uh, so grateful to Ferguson for allowing this to happen. Uh, And so grateful of Maymay for thinking about doing a panel and just getting the opportunity to dive deep with our featured poets. So now I'm gonna hand.